Hey guys, Just Row here and the shit I think about every day. I wanted to share someone with you that um, I don't know if you've heard of them. Uh, her name is Brene Brown. I actually stumbled upon her uh, a year and a half or so ago um, looking for good books to read, well, to listen to on Audible because like I said before, um, I don't read. I'm not a good reader. Um, so I was looking for uh, books on Audible and ironically I was chatting with an Audible person on their chat line and... Um, basically because I had all these credits that were building up every month and I'm like I don't know how to use them and I on a whim bought air quotes a bunch of books that um, I don't think I'm ever going to listen to and he's like that's okay you can return them I'm like no shit I didn't know you could do that so I returned them and then I was like so yeah like I don't even know what to pick because I don't read a lot I don't know like what I'm going to like what I'm not going to like so the rep at Audible like asked me a few questions and then was like, hey, check her out. You'll probably like her in your line of work. It's probably something that you'd uh, find interesting and all that. So um, I listened to her. I forgot the name of the book, but she talks a lot about vulnerability and shame and kind of how people are just not real um, with themselves about who they are and how they've come to be. And today, I actually found out um, a couple days ago that she's got a podcast, which is fantastic. Um, so today, I decided to have a listen to her podcast for the first time on my walk in the morning. I try to get out in the morning and do some kind of something. Um, I'm going to tell you that it happens probably two, maybe three times a week, maybe, uh, in the morning. I'll do it like later in the day, but getting up in the morning for some reason, I think like most people, especially when it's shitty out with weather like this, um, you know, you find every reason not to. So I was listening to her podcast and it sounded like she was a guest, um, on someone's show or something. And it was fucking hilarious, man. Like it takes me a lot to laugh. Like, take, yeah. Um, it takes a lot for me to laugh at something. Um, I'll, you know, I'll, give it credit and be like, ha, that's funny. Or I'll, you know, and I'll announce that it's funny because it is funny. But for me to actually like, LOL, like laugh out loud, it takes a really good joke. Um, and her and the guy that she was, uh, talking to on the podcast, they just, it was great chemistry and all that. So one of the things she had brought up was numbing. Um, and I didn't know exactly how to, phrase what this is called um when I was originally kind of bringing stuff up in previous podcasts and when she brought up numbing I thought that was a very good uh word for what a lot of us are doing during this time um and I know a lot of people think that oh well you know I don't drink that much or I don't eat that much or I don't do X, Y, and Z. So it's not that bad for me. And basically what numbing is, is a way to kind of not feel. And the thing about numbing, which she pointed out, which is so very true, is that when you try to numb the bad stuff, you end up numbing the good stuff too. So there's all different ways of numbing. And I honestly, the act of numbing itself 
and not allowing yourself to kind of process and feel what's going on is um, it doesn't matter what you're using to do it with. It's the fact that you're not addressing something that needs to be addressed clearly. Um, so yeah, you know, we all think alcohol is bad, you know, and obviously, you know, drugs are bad cause they, whatever, um, eating too much is bad, but I mean, you can, you know, people use music all the time as an escape and I'm not saying that necessarily that's bad. Um, I'm just trying to bring some stuff up in terms of like how people escape from things that they just don't want to deal with. And I know music's a big thing for people. I personally, like when it comes to like listening to music at work or something that I need to concentrate on, music for me is a very emotional experience. Um, especially I'm more of a melody person. I know, honestly, I have yet to meet somebody that is a melody. Actually, my husband does pick up on the melody more than he does on the lyrics, but almost everyone I know that's in the music, they're all about the lyrics because it's like poetry and da da da. And I'm all about poetry too, but for whatever reason with music, um, it's about the melody and it's just, it's very emotional and I only listen to it when, um... I don't know when I want to enjoy it and savor it, you know, but some people use that to kind of escape. People use, you know, exercise as an escape and it has, it definitely has some other benefits, um, you know, in terms of helping to manage anxiety since anxiety is a physical response that your body has to, uh, stress, you know, flight or fight response, uh, exercise is a great way to counteract that, uh, people numb through, um, you know, like I said earlier, with alcohol, with drugs, uh, with sleep, uh, I know for me in my lifetime, I mean, I'll be the first to admit there have been times in my life where the events that occurred were far too, they were just way too much for me to handle at the time. And my usual go-to thing is that I just fall asleep. I end up sleeping. Um, I don't know if I end up processing anything mentally but I get very, I get uncontrollably tired and I just pass out. Um, so, and that's happened a couple times in my life where I guess I just, you know, I didn't want to deal with what was going on. And, uh, the only solution I found was for me to kind of like check out. And so I did, I just went to sleep. Um, some people would be like, oh, well, you know, I mean, it was, a, it was a deep sleep to the point where I was sleeping my entire days away, you know, my husband would come home and he'd be like, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? Did you sleep all day? And not because I slept all day and didn't do anything, but like, are you okay? You know, like he was obviously genuinely concerned about my well-being. So, I mean, I literally, and I would get up, maybe eat something because I had no appetite and I would, it was, it's like I had no control. My eyes would just roll back into my head and I would just, I would just check out. Um, so I think that's, one of the things I think that is helpful when dealing with certain circumstances, and I know a lot of us are dealing with a lot of shit right now, is that accountability that I was talking about. Because if you hold yourself accountable and you show up for yourself, it's going to do you far greater good than it is to check out. Um, granted, I understand that sometimes, you know, it takes time to process what's going on and maybe you do need like a break, you know, maybe a couple drinks or whatever to just kind of 
pause life for a second, right? Things stand still a little bit when you numb. But at some point you have to go and address it and you have, you owe it to yourself to go and address whatever it is that you're, um, processing, you know, whether it's work related or personal relationship related. Um, I'm trying to recall a post I saw on Instagram. One of my colleagues actually, I think she didn't really say what it was, but it sounded like a breakup. It sounded like, um, she was no longer in a, in a relationship, an intimate relationship. And I'm going to have to think about this a little bit more and get back to you, but it was about basically, um, letting your feelings show, you know, obviously she was hurt. And she wasn't just going to bottle them up and stuff them away. She was going to address it. Um, and kind of my take on it was that, and you should be allowed to feel, obviously, but things that, if you take something personally, it's going to hurt, right? So, and I understand if you're very close with somebody, especially in a relationship, it's a partner of yours and that person makes a decision that they no longer want to be with you. It, it feels like a personal rejection, which yes, you are no longer suitable for whatever it is that they've got planned out for themselves. Um, and if you take that personally, as in a personal rejection to who you are as a being, yeah, it's going to hurt. But if you just chalk it up to, huh? we're just not made for each other and, or they've got other plans. They're different from my plans, but now we know that our plans are different. Um, it doesn't hurt as much. And I think it's a lot easier to manage the feelings that manifest out of that, that breakup. Um, just because Honestly, I really don't think it's ever, I mean, if I think back to relationships that I've been in and trying to think like one of my first boyfriends broke up with me because I was never home because I was in school, which is like fucking stupid. Um, he's like, I don't want to have to, here's a, oh, this is horrible. This is a, I can't believe this. This was his exact words. I don't want to have to cheat on you. And I was like, wow, like I'm going to college and I'm paying my own way to college but I'm not home because I'm at college and I would be home earlier. Be, but you know, you wouldn't come and pick me up from school because you know, it's too much work. Cause you'd rather be at home sitting on your ass watching TV, but I'm in college and you don't want to have to cheat on me. So let's break up. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, I don't even know if I got really, I was just like, whatever, dude, I'm on to greater things, and I think I threw something at him, and then I left. I threw something at, like, down the middle of the street as I was packing up my car, and I left. And then, you know, of course, we ended up talking later and whatever and hooking up, but, you know, it wasn't the end of the world. But I don't know that I ever, like, thought to myself, like, he doesn't want a relationship with me anymore. I'm a piece of shit. Just because, like, his decision to not be in a relationship with me has nothing to do with who I am as a person. Um, 
I know that's hard for some people to think when they are in a really uh, committed relationship and things don't turn out for the best. Uh, they take it very personally. So when you're in something like that, like, how do you cope, right? And people numb. Um, I know when I lost my job a couple years ago, um, numbing was definitely something I just couldn't process it. I had never been fired before. Um, it was hard for me to put my, to wrap my head around it and not take that personally too. Um, and sometimes you just need to, to check out, but if you check out acknowledge the fact that you checked out, you know, don't just shove it way down and think it's going to, it's going to resolve itself. It's not, it's going to turn into a big old knot and a big old sticky knot. That's right. It's going to turn into a big old sticky knot and a bunch of shit's going to get stuck to it. And then you're gonna have to deal with it later. And it's just so much easier to just deal with it, you know, have it sugar coated, put it away a little bit, come back when the sugar coating is melted, right? This is a great analogy, guys. You got this visual. So when the sugar coating's gone, right? Then you deal with it. If you uh, don't deal with it and the sugar coating's gone, it gets sticky, right? Like that sticky knot I talked about. And then all the fuzz in your pocket sticks to it. And then like little crunchy bits that you don't know what that's from. Like maybe leftover snacks and stuff gets stuck to it. And it just turns into a nasty little naked jelly bean with stuff stuck to it. So you don't want that, right? It's not good. It's no bueno. So, um, yeah. So if you have a chance, you know, check out Brene Brown. Pretty cool lady. Definitely check out the podcast. Great pastime. If anything, just to listen to people talk back and forth. They're really fucking real. Like, she used to be an alcoholic. And he used to be an alcoholic and a drug addict. And, like, they went to AA meetings. And they joke about it. Like, they joke about real stuff. And they talk about, like, how you process things. Like, you know, she used to smoke. And anytime, like, a cool song comes on in Metallica, like, she doesn't want a cigarette but she'll like get like a pen in her car and she'll crack the window and like basically simulate the whole like smoking experience and she's like only certain cool songs you know when certain cool songs come on you know you gotta like exhale that smoke out of your nose because that's cool and this is the shit that like real people think this is the stuff that goes through other people's minds when they do it and no one talks about it and that's what I love about her is that she's very real she's very much about talking about um you know, like they say, tough topics, things that people, and that's what I, that's what I want this podcast to be about. I want this to be about stuff, like real stuff. I don't want it to be, you know, the usual, anything you can find on Pinterest and, you know, 10 steps to being more, I don't know, to being more organized or whatever. Like I want it to be real shit, real shit that comes to mind that you think about and you're like, huh, like, didn't know I thought about, or I didn't know other people thought about it, which is great to find out that other people think that way. Oh, speaking of which, I was actually on the phone with a client the other night, and she was talking about um, why she doesn't go, she loves to swim, and she does not go to her neighborhood uh, park district pool, because eventually she gets angry, and I was like, this is interesting, I'm like, so why do you get angry when you're at the pool? And she's like, well, you know, you go into the lane to swim and then everyone else is in the pool and they're making waves and it's making it, you know, it's not her pool anymore. 
And I'm like, that's awesome. That's totally how I feel. I fucking hate it. Um, or whatever, just not having things exactly your way. And it's like, you know, people think about that stuff. Not everyone, just because you're an owner or a VP or a president or, uh, you know, somebody of high status, there's no reason why they don't feel the same things that, you know, other people feel when, you know, things happen or circumstance during certain circumstances no one's to say that oh just because you know she is really high up in the company she's you know doesn't not match her socks or something like that and um or doesn't do a sniff check every time because she thinks she smells and it's been a pet peeve of her her entire life who knows um you know we're all kind of the same when it comes to this stuff. I mean, there's like different varieties, but I'd have to say that there's probably not a ton of variety. Like, I don't want to make it sound like super small, but like, say there's like a total of, I don't know, 31 varieties of people, right? So there's got, I mean, there's just a lot of characteristics that we share. And I think some people are more open about it and than others. And, um, it's cool when they're open about it because it's, it's real shit. So, um, you know, maybe next time something happens to you and you don't want to deal with it or, um, you know, think the, the answer to it is to kind of turn your back on it or pull the wool over your eyes. Um, you know, maybe, set a, set a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for besides hold yourself accountable, but maybe, you know, set a little note for yourself or something in your phone or a reminder or write it down on a sticky and put it somewhere where you can see it that says, Hey, you know, that thing that you didn't want to deal with, it's time to deal with it now. Um, it's going to go a lot further that way. And if you can't deal with it on your own, there's tons of help out there. Um, actually, uh, I was listening to Cuomo on CNN, I think, over the weekend, and he brought up a website that's called howareyoureally.org, I believe, and what I like about that is that that's another thing that pisses me off is because people are always like, hi, how are you? And it's like, okay, you say fine, right? They never really care, actually, how you are. I mean, I do. I don't ask people how how they are unless I want to know. It's like, hi, good morning. I never say, hey, how are you? Like, if I ask you how you are, you better tell me how you are, because I'm concerned. So, the website's called How Are You Really, because they really want to know. So, it's a it's a website as a re, uh, resource for mental health, you know, just to talk to somebody about what's going on. But um, there's tons of online sources. You've got uh, betterhelp.com, Talkspace. Talkspace? I think it is Talkspace. Um... That's a that's another one. I think Michael Phelps endorses that one. And then another person endorses BetterHelp. But they're all online. And nowadays, too, honestly, like, with the whole pandemic thing, the greatest thing I think that's come out of it is that you can actually... Now all therapists are allowed to offer um, teletherapy, which is great because if you don't have access to a therapist normally because of schedule or location or something like that you do now and insurance companies are covering it um i know a lot of places are taking you know they'll take cash payments if you don't have 
um, insurance, you can always work something out. Um, never feel like there isn't a way to get additional help and support. Um, so yeah. All right, guys, I will, uh, see you next time. Have a great night.